I shall return. I repeat those words. I shall return. I'll be back. I'll be right back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Well, this is the third and final episode of our series, Adventures of Christ, or the Christ Mass season, celebrating the advent or the arrival of Jesus Christ. He has come already 2,000 years ago. And he is always adventuring. He's always coming to us and through us. But today's topic is the return of Jesus because he said, I'll be back. You know, the name Jesus literally means savior. He saves. It's to deliver, to rescue, to save from what? From our sins. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21, the angel told Joseph, Mary will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save people from their sins. Alamo Pasco is more than just a historical birth. It's a hero sacrificing his life to save us. Listen to the words of this Christmas song about the cross. It's not just about the manger where the baby lay. It's not all about the angels who sing for him that day. It's not all about the shepherds on the bright and shining star. It's not all about the wise men who traveled from afar. It's about the cross. It's about my sin. It's about how Jesus came to be born once so that we could be born again. It's about the stone that was rolled away so that you and I could have real life someday. It's about the cross. Just about the good things in this life I've done. It's not all about the treasures or the trophies that I've won. It's not about the righteousness that I find within. It's all about His precious blood. It's about the stone that was rolled 
It's about the cross. First Peter chapter two, verse 24, the Bible says on the cross, he personally carried our sins in his body so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. Kumbaga, inako ni Jesus ang mga kasalanan natin. Pinasan ni Christ ang mga kasalanan doon sa cross. Colossians 2.14 says that the record, yung listahan ng mga kasalanan natin, was nailed to the cross and it was canceled. The good news, the great news, Jesus was born to die so that you and I can be saved. Tanong, are you saved? The Greek word for saved, sozo, has a big meaning. It means a complete rescue, a holistic salvation. In, there's multiple aspects on how Jesus saves us from our sins. Now, for example, there's multiple ways you could be saved kung nalulunod ka sa napakalalim na dagat. Imagine, thanks God na dumating ng lifeboat. And it came to pull you, it pulled you up out of the water. So, you're saved. Muntik ka na nang mamatay, but they did CPR. Gave you fresh water and oxygen. So, saved ka na. Pero hindi lang yun. May another aspect kung paano na naligtas. You were transferred to a big ship with a hospital. They cleaned your wounds, treated your sickness, gave you medicine, a warm bed, and nourishment. So doon, naliligtas ka lalo. And then finally, dinala ka na back to your home country where you were re- reunited with your family. And you got back to work, back to normal. You see, in that example, each phase was different but important in that rescue mission. Ganon din sa mission ni Jesus to save us from our sins. It's all about the removal of sin. And ang iba-ibang paraan ng pagtanggal niya ng dumi sa ating uh, buhay, mga kasalanan sa ating buhay. Jesus gets the sin away from you, but then He gets you away from the sin. John 1 verse 29, he said, Jesus is the Lamb of God na nag-aalis ng kasalanan ng mundo. The first phase of our salvation or being saved is that we're forgiven of our sins. The penalty, the punishment is removed. If you're saved, this happened in the past, one time for all time. Napatawad tayo sa ating mga kasalanan. Another way is that we're rescued from the attacks and the bondage of our sins. So Christ removes the power of sin in our lives, the stronghold. At ito ay nangyayari every day. It's a present, ongoing process. And then, eventually, maliligtas tayo when we're set free from the influence of sin. He removes the presence of sin. The temptations will be gone. And this will happen in the future. The final removal of sins. And Jesus has saved us past, present, is still saving us, and He will save us in the future. 
It's an ongoing but completed. It's a happened already but not yet progressive, all-inclusive salvation. He will save us and we should be looking forward to the future when that salvation is fully completed. The Bible words for the past, present, and future salvation is justify. First of all, justified. We have been saved from punishment. Pangalawa, sanctify. That means to cleanse, to clean up and set apart as holy. We are being saved from the power of sin. We are being sanctified. And the third one is glorify. We will be saved. We will be brought up into glory and become just like Jesus in his form. God will remove the presence of sin from us. So justified is just as if I've never sinned. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, By grace you have been saved through faith. Niligtas niya kayo. Romans chapter 5 verse 1, We have been justified. See, past tense. Made right with God in his sight. By faith we have this peace with God because of what Jesus has done for us. 1 Corinthians 6 1, again, past tense. You were once like that, among us sinners, but you were cleansed. You were made holy. You were made right with God. And this kind of saving, it, it happened the moment you were born again. And next week, there's a water baptism for those who want to receive that putting on of Christ. Another way Jesus saves us is when we're sanctified. Now, that means set apart, reserved for a unique, holy purpose. Ito ay nangyayari sa present. It's ongoing. It's where God purifies us as a process. Mga Kristiyano na kay Christ, we are clean in God's eyes because we receive the gift of Christ's perfect righteousness. But that's in our spirit. Sa ating daily na ugali at pamumuhay, the actions of our soul and body, we're still a work in progress. Under reconstruction. At nangangailangan ng continuous reprogramming in order to align and agree with the new creation that we now have as our identity in Christ. Hebrews 10 verse 14 says, Sa isang sacrifice lang, forever nanyang ginawang perfect ang mga nililinis sa kasalanan. So Jesus has saved us. He put us in a right standing with God. And that's His work. It's not our work. But He is still busy with an ongoing working in us, saving us from the spiritual mess we've made. Saving us from our sinful habits and even the attacks of Satan that tries to kill and steal and destroy our lives. The Bible calls that work of God the sanctification, the cleaning up of our lives. It's really a change over of control and power. Na kung saan sin is losing its 
grip and its power on our lives. And the Holy Spirit is filling us with his grip and his power. Romans chapter 6 verse 14 says, Sin will have no dominion, no control over you since you're under grace. Hindi na maghahari sa buhay niyo ang kasalanan. And 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely, spirit, but also soul and body. Paano? Sabi ni Jesus in John 17.17, 17, Sanctify them by the truth of your word. Salita ng Diyos. And that is what gets into our mind and renews our mind. That transforms our lives. Bago ko tinanggap si Jesus, may mga kasalanan na hindi ko maaalis sa aking pamumuhay. Ngunit pagkatapos pumasok si Jesus sa buhay ko, isa-isa ang mga kasalanang ugali ay nagsimulang maglaho. And the third way Jesus saves us from our sins is when we are glorified. That's where we will be saved. It's a future. Romans chapter 5 verse 9 says, Since we have now been justified, by His blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through Him? So may aspect na we were saved, and there's another aspect, how much more we will be saved. Romans chapter 13 verse 11, Mas malapit na kasi ngayon sa atin ang kaligtasan kaysa nung una tayong nakakilala sa Panginoon. And in 1 John 3 verse 2, it says, We are already God's children, though what we will be hasn't yet been seen. But we do know when Christ returns, we will be like Him. Because we'll see Him as He truly is. Heaven is a perfect place. And when you get there, you will be the perfect you. Ilalabas sa'yo the best that you were ever meant to be. And God will strip off all imperfections. Lahat na mga masamang motive wrong thoughts, wrong actions, God will finally remove everything na hindi compatible sa kanyang kingdom. Makakaroon tayo ng new body na hindi, na lang, hindi kinakailangan ng eyeglasses, no sore back, no headache. And Revelations 21.4 says, He will wipe every tear from their eyes. And there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All of these are gone forever. Sa kantang ni Michael W. Smith na I am sure, sabi niya, I like to think about the new creation, the things that God will do. And I am sure there will be a day, but it will not be like the nations say. The Lord will come when this life is through and His deep desire is to be with you. I like to think about the new creation, things that God will do. So every now and then I stop and close my eyes, I enjoy the view.
So ang application sa message nito ay, let's live a prepared life. Get prepared for the return of Jesus. Stay prepared. Be saved. Be sure that you are saved and walking in the light and growing in the knowledge and the grace of Jesus. Pag prepared ka, tulungin mo ng mga iba to become prepared. Our mission is to help others by preparing a way for them to come to the way. So, live a prepared life. Next, live a purpose-driven life. Sinasadya ang buhay with intentionality and focus. Focus lahat ng goals and your priorities. Bawat movement ng buhay mo, every relationship, bawat paggastos ng time and money and your effort, let it be kingdom connected somehow some way it points to the kingdom it links your life into the kingdom life where you will be when Jesus returns and next is to live a pilgrim minded life paglalakbay yan ang ibig sabihin pilgrim hindi ka permanent we are on the way passing through kasi napaka iksi ang buhay we are really on a short-term assignment dito sa mundo nito. At maraming tao na nagpatayo ng malaking bahay, negosyo, they bought cars and expensive things para sa personal pleasure, but wala silang exit strategy. Even mga businessmen na sa business, ang ganda ng strategy, pero sa buhay, wala silang strategy for what happens next. And we need to recognize this is not our final place we are passing through and we can live next one live a peaceful life full of peace hindi worried unafraid and in fact excited about what lies ahead pagkatapos ng buhay nito ako hindi ako takot sa kamatayan hindi ako takot sa covid because i know as soon as this life is over jesus is coming back for me. And He may come back before this life is over. Sabi ni Jesus in John chapter 17, verse 24, Tatay, binigay niyo po sila sa akin at gusto ko silang makasama. He's excited to be with us. And He wants us to be excited to be with Him. In Revelation chapter 21, verse 3, it says that the dwelling place of God is now among His people. He will dwell with them and they will be His people and God Himself will be with them as their God. 
Nasa mga tao na ang tahanan ng Diyos, mamumuhay siyang kasama ng kanyang mga tao at sila ay magiging bayan niya. Siya mismo ang makakasama nila at magiging Diyos nila. In John 14 verse 3, sabi ni Jesus, When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Babalik ako para isama ko kayo tapos makakasama na tayo sa lugar kung nasaan ako. So live with expectation. Live with encouragement. And, and I know there's so many things in life that nakaka-discourage, nakaka-disappoint. The world has so many problems, but like the author Max Lucado said, God's answer for the hardships of this life is the next life. So hindi tayo takot, we're excited, we're looking forward. Hindi tayo masyadong comfortable sa buhay nito for a reason. God doesn't want us na maging sobrang comfortable dito kasi this is not our final home. And death now becomes a doorway to our new address, a new birth, a new hope. And Philippians chapter 1 verse 21 says, For me to live, it's Christ. And to die is a gain. Sabi niya, nabubuhay ako para kay Christ. At kung mamamatay man ako, wow, that's an advantage. Advantage pa sa akin yun. I'm looking forward to it. Alam mo, ako, I'm looking forward also to a grand family reunion. May mga nauna, mga loved ones, grandparents, dalawa kong kapatid na una sa amin, my cousin, ang tito ko, Uncle Jake, yung very close sa church nito, many Christians have not realized na yung mga namatay, we're going to see them again. In fact, we need to really yearn for, inaasam, and have excitement about the coming salvation that Jesus still has prepared for us. Kung hindi ka excited about the future salvation, kung hindi ka happy or looking forward sa susunod na buhay, yung pagbalik ni Jesus, maaring dahil sa maling paniniwala patungkol sa future, patungkol sa heaven. How do you imagine heaven to be? Iniisip mo ba na aawit ka lang at wala nang ibang gagawin? Nakaupo lang sa mga ulap at boring? Maybe that's no wonder why people are not too excited or anticipating the future when Jesus will come back. The Bible says in Romans 8:19, the entire universe is yearning to see the unveiling of God's glorious sons and daughters. Para walang comparison between this present hard times in this life and the coming, yung darating na good times. The world can hardly wait for what's coming next. Sa totoo lang, the best is yet to come. Hindi tayo papunta sa boring. Papunta tayo sa mga bagong adventures. The new assignments. God will give us assignments to do. Gamit ng ating mga giftings and skills and the passions that He wired us to have. You will love it. And one of the greatest ways that we can uh, look forward to or anticipate yung parating na salvation 
is by taking the communion, the Lord's Supper. In 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, hanggang 26, sabi ni Paul, Nung gabi na Trinador ang Lord Jesus, kumuha siya ng tinapay at nagpasalamat sa Diyos at pinagpirapirasan niya ito, ito ang katawan ko para sa inyo. Gawin niyo ito para maalala niyo ako. Pagkatapos kumuha siya ng baso, ganun din ang ginawa niya, nagpasalamat sa Diyos. He said, this cup represents my blood of the new covenant between God and His people. Do this to remember me. Every time you take this bread, you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. Until this coming adventure. Now, anong ibig sabihin proclaim? Well, isipin mo yung word pro and claim. Pro beforehand. And claim to say that you have something that belongs to you. Or it means to take as the rightful owner. So what do we pro-claim? What are we claiming by faith when we take the Lord's Supper? We're claiming that Jesus' death is my death. His burial buries my old identity and all of my sins. Ang kanyang resurrection ay resurrection ko na rin. In Romans chapter 6 verse 11, it says, Reckon yourselves dead indeed to sin. Kung siya namatay, ibilang mo ang sarili mo. Like him, he's dead, I died to sin. 2 Timothy 2.11, If we died with him, we will also live with him. Kung nakikipag-isa tayo kay Christ, you were baptized into his death, into his burial, nakikisama sa kanyang resurrection. That is what we do in the Lord's Supper. We are remembering and proclaiming. We're claiming the benefits of Jesus' good news toward us. Ang Lord's Supper is not a ritual or a religious good deed that earns you a grade in heaven. It's a gift. Taking the bread and the wine is a weekly reminder that you have hope. Until he comes, gawin nyo ito. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, in verse 13 hanggang 18, Paul, I'm not going to read it all, but he talks about the second coming of Jesus. And sabi niya, when the, the Lord comes back again, everybody will see it. There will be a trumpet blast, and the dead in Christ, yung mga nauna sa atin, silang unang bubuhay, and then we will follow, and all of us will be caught up in the clouds, and we will be with Him. And the Bible says in the last verse there, comfort each other with these words, with this message. Now, when I read that, I thought, usually, kapag usapang end of the world or yung pagbalik ni Jesus, nakakatakot. You know, may mga wars, may mga antichrist. You know, before, I was always so afraid. And it was, instead of encouraging, it was kakabaan. But Paul said, encourage. He said, what will be the thing na nakaka-encourage ang mga believers despite living in this sinful, evil world with corruption and crime and COVID, how can we get any kind of comfort? And the answer was right there. By telling each other 
in your community, in the cell group, telling each other that Jesus is coming back. Parating na siya. He's coming to get us. Take us home. Ang buhay nito, sobrang iksi. And we're just passing through. But the good thing is, buti na lang, we belong to a different kingdom. Malapit na, we'll be with the Father. So keep eating the bread and drinking the wine because this communion with our community is proclaiming. We're claiming in faith all of the benefits of Christ is coming back. Are you saved? Is Jesus your tagapagliktas? You need to be sure. And next week, we have water baptism. You can be baptized. Kung hindi ka pa nakatanggap ng water baptism. And receive the Holy Spirit. And start 2022 with that first step. And you can get the, the first of the new year started off in the right direction. With that decision. Yung prayer of acceptance. Receiving Christ's advent. His coming into your life. He came so that you can have hope. He was born physically so that you can be born again spiritually. And whoever believes ay hindi mapapahamak kundi makakaroon ng everlasting life. Let's pray it right now. Say, Jesus, uh, pumasok sa aking buhay. Patawarin mo ako sa aking mga kasalanan. At ayon sa iyong dakilang pag-ibig Ang grasya mo na naguhugas ng aking mga kasalanan because of your death and your burial and because of your resurrection. Ako ay gustong makiride on sa'yo. Thank you for the salvation noon and the salvation ongoing. At salamat na may pag-asa that you're coming back again to bring full salvation, the removal of all sin, and the bringing us together with you forever in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen.